You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome again to Tim Talks. Ah, there we go. Well, it's uh, another regular Tim Talks now when things don't go just right. And uh, so this is our second start on this podcast and uh, hopefully uh, our last one for this uh, this episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, Brother Wolven. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. Good, good, good. You had a busy day today. Yep. You're yep, up, just one of those days. Up so. in the northern part of the state. Yes, and then uh, made another visit whenever I came home. Good. And uh, visited the family that uh, the kids have been coming on our church bus, and they've really been growing in the Lord, and they're from Ethiopia. Wow. And so I made the visit and was there for a while, and then, of course, mm-hmm. they had to cook me a meal. Oh, so, no. So, you know, they warmed up. They had just had a party that day. They were celebrating something. So uh, they had a party and, you know, cooked me a bunch of uh, Ethiopian dishes. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I too had uh, a little meal tonight. It was our, our little Isla's birthday today. So awesome. we went over and had a party. My daughter made this corn dip. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Corn <laughs> chips and corn dip. It was really good. And then of course the cake and ice cream topped it all off. So There you go. Little Isla, three years old. Happy birthday to my sweet three Isla. Three years old. Yeah. She is a beauty. She is a sweet little girl, but she is three years old now. And you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> she she shows it. She shows it all right. I call her Isla Satan. <laughs> when she's Isla, she's sweet. When she's not, she's Satan. <laughs> so the neat part is you just never know who's going to show you up. You never know. It's kind of like Tim Talks. You just never know. Yeah, there you go. You never know. From from 10 minutes to 10 minutes. That's right. That's right. And uh, I don't know if you can see through the FaceTime call, but I had a, uh, a full makeup job tonight from Isla. And uh, uh, she... Oh, I thought you are just normally wearing mascara Well, now. I was a contestant in a beauty contest <laughs> over in the Netherlands, and uh, I won it. <laughs> well... I mean, I do remember whenever you used to put something under your eyes because you're oh, like the the concealer, like the Bugs Bunny, hey, I, baggy eyes. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I did, man. I used to have bad dark circles under my eyes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, of course, clown makeup. I wore that for a long time. So, <laughs> Well, you know, uh, meth does that to some people. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding. Did you say math? <laughs> that, that really gets me. <laughs> did you hear about the Did you hear about the beauty contest in the Netherlands and the uh, transgender guy that won it? No. Yeah, yeah. You should see. Oh my goodness! You see, he looks like a horse. He looks like a horse. They said he's chomping. Well, at the that bit. doesn't say much for the women that he beat. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, could you imagine being in a beauty contest, getting beat up by some dude that looks like a horse? Oh, hey, my you know. 
beauty is only skin deep. Yeah. Just some people have thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly goes clear to the bone. Oh, my yes. goodness. What a wacky world. Unbelievable. Can you imagine oh, yes. when you're a kid, some guy going into a beauty contest? <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, we need to help the kids of this world. We need to help Whew. them. Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. Well, listen, I had a great weekend. Uh, I uh, visited a church in Peterborough, Ontario, Victory Baptist Church, Pastor Jupp, and uh, came home with a check for $10,000 for the Canadian Gospel Project. Praise the Lord. Yeah, fantastic. Amen. And I stopped by Bearing Precious Seed today, and we had about 40 people out there, you know, putting the general rooms together to mail out and uh, getting some great reviews back. I've had some people saved, people writing in and um, asking for more information, discipleship programs. Really, really great. And we've got a mailing as we record this going out tomorrow. So going to Quebec. Amen. And we're done with New Brunswick and moving on to Quebec. So great things there. So a little catch up for you. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Well, this week uh, we discussed a little bit some of the well, needs. let's see. As we are airing yes. this yeah. tomorrow, yes. our first Baptist Dad drop lives, oh. drops live. Oh. So, you know, it's going to be on... Facebook and uh, let's see, I think uh, also uh, Twitter and YouTube. So, are you doing? Are you doing are, Instagram? Are you doing Instagram? Um, I don't think Instagram will let you go like a four minute thing. You know, if you do it on the reels, I think you could do it. I think you might be able to do I it think on the reels. I think you have to stay at like less than a minute. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll check it out for you. So I'll get it. And but put it on. but hey, yeah, grab it, throw it on. More people throw it on. Yeah. So. I've got one coming out. The very first one would be tomorrow as this is airing. Right, right. And then the next week, and then the next week, and then three days after that. So four of them dropping in about three and a half weeks. So push the site should be live on August 1. Awesome. Well, we'll uh, promote that for sure and let others know. And if you're listening and can pass that on, I know uh, we'd both appreciate that very, very much. So. Good, good, good Amen. news. Good for you, buddy. Excellent. I'm. I know people are going to love it. It's. Uh, it's going to be a great tool, great help for a lot of folks. And uh, you've already kind of test marketed a little bit with some young people and got great response. And uh, I think it's going to do really well. So congratulations. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. No matter what eighteen says about it, I've watched every viewer, not just teen, whether yeah. it's a child, adult, no one doesn't watch it they'll watch every second of it and and over the over the weeks whether we've had a you know wannabe thugs or people that uh you know teens that thought that they were too mature for that kind of nonsense or what they still watch every single second of it so awesome well who wouldn't when you've got a likeness of dan wolven on the screen <laughs> They're all trying to figure out is that it's like a, is it's that like a train wreck? I can't take my eyes off of it. Is that really him or is that somebody that looks like him? Life size. Life size. <laughs> yeah. Showed on a showed on a uh, 14-inch screen it's life size. There you go. There you go. You're ready. Hey, uh, we've been talking uh last little bit and uh, I've had a number of teenagers I know you have to talk to you about um a couple different things. Uh, one of them, they're asking me about eternal security, you know, uh, the fear of losing their salvation. That's one that I think we should do in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that we've discussed is that 
young people are wanting to witness to their friends and family in a day of great confusion and you know a lot of different topics and issues that we're really not prepared for sometimes and they're asking how to do that how to be a good witness how to live a good christian life in front of them so maybe this week let's take some time and and discuss that uh, for our teenage, college age, even adults, um, being a witness amongst your peers. Yes. What what yep. would you say today is one of the hardest things for young people to do when it comes to witnessing to peers? Probably just starting. I think that's the hardest thing for most Christians. Yeah. Is just starting. We're we get embarrassed, we get ashamed, we get busy, we get thinking, uh, no one's going to want to listen to this anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we put up all kinds of roadblocks within us, and we're the ones that are holding things up much more than other people, and the Holy Spirit wants to use whatever we do, and we don't hardly do anything. Yeah. Fear definitely is a problem for a lot of people, just afraid to start the conversation. Fear of messing up, fear of not knowing what to say, fear of what people might say back is definitely a a hindrance for a lot of people. Doesn't matter what age you are. What do you do to start that conversation with people that you don't know? How would you start that conversation? Well, the first thing that we need to do in my opinion is learn to interact with people. Mm-hmm. Just learn to interact with people. Um, you know, about, and I understand. I remember what it was like in the teenage years. I remember how I felt as a teenager. You know, you get zits and, you know, everything else, and you think of every everything wrong with yourself. Mm-hmm. And and most, most teens, either they're faking this bravado uh, or uh, it, it, so most teens wrestle with this kind of I don't want to say insecurity it sounds way too deep but you know just a little bit of embarrassment of just getting used to ourselves you know we are the way God made us mm-hmm. now of course you know there, we can always improve on things you know comb your hair take a shower yeah. you know that Brush kind of teeth. stuff you yeah. know uh, but but just interacting and I think it has always been that way throughout history i think it's been that way but i think we compound it by being a society now that thinks it doesn't need that human interaction we've got a cell phone yeah and i I think a lot of people have lost the art of communication because of those things i Um, think so just that face-to-face confrontational meeting is is almost a thing of the past for a lot of people now i will say that we were just at camp there a few weeks ago and you know people people can very quickly pick up on that it's i saw a few kids that struggled but most kids you know jump in you find a common interest group you find somebody that you know knows somebody or something that you know and that starts a conversation but yeah i think you just got to put yourself out there and there's always a fear in doing that you make yourself very vulnerable when you do that but man mm-hmm. i i love it i love meeting new yeah. people i love finding out who people are i make almost a, a game or a sport of it to see how many people and and what kind of people i can meet i, I like it i like it a lot Okay, so as you're thinking now, just generically right. of camps and youth youth meetings, um, do people roam around 
singly mm. or do they roam around in groups? Well, I saw a little bit of both. I, I would say, I, I'd say more groups I saw. Yeah. 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 And so that makes you a lot more comfortable when you're with a friend. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we we gain that dynamic of either, you know, oh, there's that cute guy. I I can't say hi to him. Go say hi for me. You know, I mean, just, you know, you've got somebody you can rely on that runs interference or, uh, you know, uh oh, there she is. And hey, I got to duck out. You know, I whatever it is. You know, there's usually a lot more comfortability in numbers. So the first thing that I would do is that if you have a friend that you are concerned about their soul, do everything you can to get them to a youth activity. Mm, that's good. You know, yep. uh, and, and not just church, but yes, amen, of course, church. But if you can get them to a youth activity and you're interacting with friends— and they're going to, you know, they they may be a little bit uncomfortable. Your friends may be a little uncomfortable. But, you know, listen, if they're your friends, tell them, you know, I'm really concerned about this person. You know, I'd like to see him get saved. And so can you help me, you know, try to introduce him to people? We want them to really have a nice time. And I think the majority of teens in a teen group are going to, you know, go along with that because right. I think that they would admire that person that's sort of setting the stage, you know, uh, setting the platform for, uh, you know, that visitor to come and, you know, hey, let's be nice. I don't know if they're saved or not. Maybe they are, but maybe they're not. So, hey, can you help me out? You know, I, I'm I'm sort of nervous and I'm sort of scared. I invited them. I hope they come. And, and so I, that, I think, in my opinion, is a great way to begin mm-hmm. where you invite somebody to an activity of some sort mm-hmm. where there's interaction. There's not necessarily somebody up there yelling at them, you know, with the Bible. What what an unsafe person would think, you know, right. man, what's that dude up there screaming at me for? Uh, you know, so I, I think that's a great way to start. And then you can follow up on that fun event it, with – Hey, I hope you had a good time. You know, uh, you know. Uh, I hope you saw something. You know, let me tell you, it, we like we like to make new friends, but it's because Jesus is our friend. It, you you have a way to begin, but yeah. but I would I would suggest that to begin with. Yeah, I would suggest too. Even this, you know, we talk about using your phone and you know all the things we do with that. It, it doesn't hurt to text somebody and start the conversation either. And, you know, maybe it's a friend from school or whatever, and you're checking on, you know, what they're doing for the summer. And, you know, you start that conversation leading towards, and you you have that intention. You're leading toward introducing either, like you say, an activity or maybe go right into the things of Jesus Christ if you're comfortable with that. But um, you can use the social media of the day. You can use Instagram and Twitter and some of those things um, to, to start that conversation. You know, you get into a... Uh, instant message or a messenger program and do that. You can do that. Um, whatever you're comfortable with in starting the conversation. But like you said, you've got to make a point of starting the conversation. And at some point, it should turn from, um, you know, that inst- that that message or that Instagram message mm-hmm. or whatever. It should it should turn to a face-to-face conversation. I think that's always the best way to introduce the gospel yes. face-to-face rather than yes. through some texting or something like that. 
Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree for sure. Yeah. Um, do you, if you had somebody, you know, you're in school again, and and you had a buddy, and you wanted to get his attention about the gospel. What are some things that you think you would look for in his life, or um, some things that would maybe help you break that ice as well? Any suggestions there? Well, you know, I know what what worked for me. And so, you know, that that would be that asterisk that you put on this answer is that number one, it's got to be you and Mm -hmm. and it's got to be real. Right. You know, uh, yeah, try something, try some suggestions. But, you know, just you may be the person, you know, that you'd say, oh, man, I'd crack 20 jokes and then I'd go right into this. And some guy that really can't tell jokes. Right. You know, and and it's it really bombs. And he goes, oh, that was terrible advice. You got to be you. All right. You got to be you. What I try to do is use some kind of self-deprecating kind of humor. Right. You know, you can make fun of yourself as well as somebody else. Now, if you've already established a relationship with the individual, usually you don't have to worry about it that much. But um, because people are so sensitive today, I may be oversensitive to where mm. I, I would be saying, hey, look, man, um, I'm, not, I'm not accusing you, but I, I just want to know, are you sure you'd go to heaven? Because, man, that, that's really bothering me because I know that I am, and it sure isn't because I'm, I'm better than you are. Right. It, I, I don't want to get into a right off the bat, make them defensive. You know, so, yeah. and of course, whenever we talk about sin, I always talk about it. Look, we're all sinners. Every person has sinned except Jesus Christ. I've sinned. I'm not bragging on the things that I've done wrong, but I know I've sinned. You've yeah. sinned. Yeah. We've all sinned. You know, we are all sinners. So I, I think as you start into it, you want to be careful that it isn't. Hey, I'm Baptist and you're Catholic or you're Mormon or, you know, it's it's much more than that. It's, you know, uh, I mean, I don't want to say God doesn't care what church you go to, you know, but in relationship, God is the most concerned whether or not, uh, regardless of the church you go to, that you're a child of God right. or, or something to where you're you're emphasizing on that main thing. Do you have a relationship with God, a personal relationship with mm-hmm. God? Mm-hmm. I always tried to find a common interest uh, or somebody that, you know, I knew had a common interest. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a basketball player. You, you play way more basketball than I ever have and enjoy basketball. I, I can play it, but I'm not good at it all, and I'm not really fond of the game. But if, if I was going to try to witness to somebody and I knew they loved basketball, I would get a guy like you to come over and say, hey, man, I've got a guy that I want to win to the Lord, and he loves basketball. He knows all things basketball. Would you come over, maybe get a couple other guys? Could we play, realizing I'm probably going to coach or I'm going to you know, be the ball boy or something? Or I, can, I can try to play, but I'm not going to be making the shots. But I'd have some guys come that he could relate to and say, you know, hey, this is my buddy Dan. Dan loves basketball. Uh, we're going to throw around a little bit today. You want to come play with us? Yes. And then I do have a buddy to help me in that conversation. And, and yes. I let you know ahead of time, hey, this is why yep. we're playing. It's not to play. Don't, don't you know, 
pack the guy when he's going up for a shot or take him out, you know, under the basket because we're trying to win him to Christ. We're playing for fun and uh, yeah. At at five foot four, I'll try not to pack him <laughs> as he goes up for a dunk. Well, I'm talking about our other friends. I'm talking about our other friends. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> our midget friends. That's right. <laughs> little people. Friends. Little people. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> our vertically challenged is what we like to say. Vertically challenged. But the idea that yeah, now I've got some backup. I've got somebody to help me, and and you know I can start into that conversation. And if the guy that likes basketball jumps in then man that's uh, that's awesome that he can help with that so some ways to get yeah that you started. know you just reminded me for quite a few years in the summer um i got some guys who could really play ball yeah and of course i i was able to dribble and and i love passing yeah and so um i had some i had some teens and i would tell them hey we're going to go over here, we're going to play some ball, and then we're going to take a break, and I'm going to try to, you know, give a gospel message, and yeah. you guys can follow up with talking to these guys. And so we went and did that different times in the summer, you know, with, and, and I'd use different guys, different different situations, and, you know, it was really good because, you know, there was a little bit of a nervousness yeah. Of, you know, you're going to go find somebody you've never met before, but we're just going to play ball. And once, you know, the barriers are broken a little bit, then I'll go ahead and start the thing. Right. And you guys, you know, try to back clean up, you know. Yeah. So um, that that was really neat. Yeah. And and I would do this, too. If, if you know, I had four or five guys that played or maybe a team that played, you can always invite your youth pastor to come in. You know, uh, tell them, hey, come in, you know, a few minutes after we get started or whatever and watch or, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, watch what's going on. And then, you know, we recognize you as our youth pastor. Hey, guys, it's our youth pastor, you know, and the guys that are playing. Yes. You know, this is this is a guy yep. from our church. He's a cool guy, man. He's here to watch us. And and then afterwards, you know, they all go over and start talking to him. And he has an opportunity to meet those kids and start that conversation. Amen. So, yeah, it's a Amen. team. It's a team effort. Team effort for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what I would start, Mm -hmm. is to try to get a team to help you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, on Wednesday, um, I've had a number of teenagers ask about how to start or how to even present the gospel to kids today that are struggling with their sexual identity as far as homosexual, bisexual, transgender. How do you witness to those people? Can they receive the gospel? Will they receive the gospel? And how do we get the gospel to them if if we have that opportunity? And I, I've had a number of young awesome. people ask me about that. So let's, yeah, look forward let's talk to about talking that about on, that on Wednesday. Yeah, it'd be great. So uh, till then, uh, I'm uh, Brother Al Stone with the Canadian Gospel Project, and we are well over the halfway mark of trying to reach our goal this year of $186,000 U.S. or $250,000 Canadian. I, I've got to that point in this um this journey where it's going to take some incredible things for us to reach that amount this year. This is the loftiest goal we've ever had. And uh, mm-hmm. if there's anybody that you know or you, you know, a business uh, or you personally that can help with this, we would love to have your help so that we can reach this. If we can reach that goal this year, I believe we may have enough to finish the project without having to do another fundraiser. So uh, that would be awesome. So if you can help us with that, that would be great. Amen. This is Dan Wolven as I look in this uh, 
in this uh, device where I'm viewing my, well, I guess the only thing I can say is that it's the Baptist Alice Cooper that I'm looking at with that, that played this uh, uh, makeup party with his three-year-old granddaughter. So uh, it's slightly strange, but just not too much out of character. Yeah. So, you know, it just, I'll tell you what, my first impression is, please pray for our nations. <laughs> <laughs> and as I look at the winner of the Netherlands beauty contest this year, <laughs> I say the same. I say the same. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll look forward to being back to discuss teenagers and giving the gospel in their peer pressure. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.